The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by us, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Of course, start your engines with us and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. Shameless plug inserted. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Daytona week is fully in swing. Now it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are getting set to start watching as vehicles prepare to take the track at Daytona. This is, of course, Tuesday as you're listening, and we are Getting very close, very, very close for trucks to get on the track, for the Xfinity drivers to get on the track, for cup drivers to start to get on the track, and uh, there are bets to be made. Cody, I saw you earlier today. We had our first appearance on the big show as hosts of the of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Uh, what'd you think of being on on the big show? Man, that was uh, that was pretty awesome. I've been, I mean, before I started doing this, I was just a fan of the show and uh, started listening to those guys quite a few years back and have listened to every episode they put out for a long time uh so it was pretty awesome to be on the show not been much nascar talk on there before uh like they said they they aren't huge uh, nascar guys don't know much about it so it was kind of a, a nascar for dummies telling people about what we do on this show so if you're listening to this because you heard us over there welcome we got uh we, I guess there was a complaint about not enough uh, bets given out on the show. We, we talked about that yesterday. But uh, we got, like, nothing but bets for the next three days. So uh, here we go. Too bad he didn't stick around long enough to get to the good part. But uh, it's here. We're finally. It's Daytona week. Cars on track tomorrow night. Recording this on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, we have Cup Series qualifying. Then the duels Thursday and a full week of racing from there on out. Uh, couldn't be more excited, Rod. I'm glad uh, that it's time to dive in and give actual real picks. Indeed. And you said it too. This is wall-to-wall bets on this episode. Obviously, we're going to take the first segment here, the first stage to set up the race, but it's nothing but bets for the next two segments. And this one is dedicated solely to the truck series. This is going to be a different different uh, setup than we've had last season. Last season, we kind of combined Xfinity and trucks into one episode. No more, folks. You get a full episode of truck bets, 
full episode of Xfinity Bets and a full episode of Cup Bets as well. So, I mean, we're here to give you bets. This is what we're here to do, and we're going to give them to you. So, again, this is the Truck Series uh, episode as we're just giving you nothing but truck bets for the Nextra Energy 250 happening on the Daytona 500 track. But... Cody, you were given clearance by the boss himself to continue with our history lesson and the numbers lesson for the countdown to Daytona. So who are we to upset the bosses? Why don't you give us uh, what day today is and, and who we're expecting for it? Yep, Kramer said he's a fan, so uh, he pays the bills, and uh, here we are. Five days until the Daytona 500. Oof, five days, Rod. One hand. We're down to one hand. Five days. That is very doable. Uh, the number five, another number that has seen, whew, wait till we get into this list. You want to talk about some either already in the Hall of Fame or soon to be in the Hall of Fame, guys. This is the list for that. 1,636 Cup Series starts for the number five car. Obviously driven by Kyle Larson right now, so that number will continue to climb. 58 wins. That is another number that's going to continue to climb with Kyle Larson being behind the wheel. Uh, 1,071 top 20 finishes, 66 times this car has sat on the pole. This has mostly been a Hendrick number for many years. Uh, it did go away for a few years, but uh, recently returned, obviously, with Kyle Larson. Terry Labonte, though, he spent the most time so far in this car number for Rick Hendrick. He made 368 career starts in the number five car, 112 times. Uh, 125 top tens completed over 106,000 laps seven times he sat on the pole Casey Kane 216 starts six wins in the number five car 73 top tens uh, he completed over 60,000 laps five times he sat on the pole Jeff Bodine uh, fun little quick story so Rick Hendrick was very early into his car owning career had the number five car. Jeff Bodine was the driver. Got to a race of Martinsville. Basically said, if we don't win this week, folding up shop, Hendrick Motorsports will be no more. Uh, Jeff Bodine went out and won that week. And uh, I think they are six or eight wins away from 300 Cup Series wins. Likely we'll see Hendrick Motorsports hit that this season. Incredible. It was that close, Rod, to not being in existence now. I don't even think it's arguable, the greatest team that's ever been in NASCAR history. Um, you could make an argument for Petty Enterprises back in the day as well, but but I think what Hendrick has done over this sustained period of time with the drivers they've seen, all the Hall of Famers they've had. Um, but Jeff Bodine, 174 of those starts, seven wins uh, for him, sat on 22 poles. He was a guy that was very good at, at getting those pole awards. Ricky Rudd, another guy that spent time in the five car, 117 starts, five wins. Mark Martin. 108 starts. We talked about him yesterday in the sixth car, right? That was the, his main number for most of his career, but did spend some time at Hendrick as well. 108 starts, five wins. Some guy named Kyle Busch started his Cup Series career at Hendrick Motorsports in the number five car. Uh, 108 starts for him. He won four times. Kyle Larson, 72 starts. He's already got the biggest number in the win column. 13 wins already. Obviously, he had the 10. Uh, two seasons ago, and then the three last season. Uh, so he has quickly, in just two seasons, risen up that list. 72 starts for him, 45 top 10 finishes. He's led 17,000, or completed, rather, 
17,000 laps, but already led 3,216 laps in just those two seasons. Uh, Neil Bonnet started 44 races in this car number with two starts. Casey Mears, Tiny Lund, Morgan Shepard, Cotton Owens uh, are some of the other names that, that have made uh, a few starts at least in this car number. Um, and then as you kind of go down through the list, Speedy Thompson, Johnny Mance, uh, Wendell Scott, Ron Hornaday Jr. even started a race in the number five. Uh, Ray Hendrick, again, no relation to Rick, but he did start in the number five car. Um, Mario Andretti started one race in the number five. Uh, Ralph Earnhardt, again, Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s father, he made one start in the number five car. Joe Rutman, Jimmy Means, 122 different drivers have made starts in the number five car in the Cup Series. And our favorite manufacturer, Jaguar, one race in the number five car. Uh, Chevy, by the way, 1,377 of those starts. Uh, so they pretty much dominate all. But but the one race in the Jaguar for the number five car. So, again, another legendary number as we are down. We're down in legendary number uh, area territory right now. <laughs> now. I suppose if we're talking like one through five, right, those – Kind of like big numbers as in racing, like the yeah, exactly, yeah. One car, one car's kind of been here and there throughout its time, but but two with Rusty Wallace and Penske, just in general. A lot of guys have sat in that seat that have been great. Number three, obviously, everybody knows Dale Earnhardt and, and what he did in that number. Um, and then four has been quite a few guys, but yeah, five obviously has seen tons of Hall of Famers or or guys even with shorter stints. The guys like Kyle Busch. Mark Martins, Ricky Rudds that didn't spend a ton of time in the car, but did a lot of stuff in other car numbers that that spent a respectable amount of time in the number as well. Yep. When I first came on board, yeah, it was definitely uh, on the verge of um, Casey Kane was in that five car when I basically started watching. So I remember pretty much all I remember is Casey Kane in that five car. He was my uh, he was my Elliott Gap favorite driver. So nice. Grew up a Bill Elliott fan. And then when Bill retired, Casey filled in his car. Uh, replaced him rather in the nine. And so I just kind of became a Kane fan. And then he basically retired as Chase Elliott came in and, and so uh, handed off the badon perfectly. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Well, this is again, like we said, the truck race that's about to happen here in a couple of nights. And it is the Nextra Energy 250. Let's get set up for that. It is a 100 lap shootout around the two and a half mile paved track of Daytona. Man, I'm telling you, these 100 laps go by so quickly, especially with these trucks. It's just a matter of blink and you miss it. And, of course, as we know, in, in pack racing, uh, it's just, you know, the, these laps, they tick off rather quickly, unless, of course, there's a ton of cautions, in which case then they don't. But um, I will say that uh, that this track or this, this race will go by relatively quickly. Last year, for comparison, uh, in the 2022 Nextra Energy 250, the total time of the race was two hours and three minutes. Average speed, 129 miles an hour. There were seven cautions for 27 laps. And uh, the, actually, this race was ended under caution. By the way, 18 lead changes. And uh, there was 2,820 green flag passes on this track as well. Just a ton of uh, of excitement from from top to bottom. How so many green flag pa passes? Two thousand eight hundred and twenty. That is an average of thirty five point seven per green flag lap. You want to talk about DFS sweats? 
again, don't look at your DFS lineup until it's over and it's been solidified. Yeah, don't don't even think about it. So again, th- we talk about uh, the betting strategies for this race. If that tells you nothing else, 35 just green flag passes, 18 lead changes in a 100, uh, 100 lap race. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy right there. That means 18 laps there's been people switching off back and forth. So this race is about to get very, very crazy as it were so get ready we've talked about it too i mean the trucks generally put on the best show from a racing perspective week in and week out and i think a big part of that is the shortness of the race right like for the daytona 500 it's 500 miles and there is going to be periods in that race where everybody just gets in line okay let's 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 get 100 or 200 miles knocked out here let's just get laps complete and then it'll start to get hairier later in the race again but with the trucks, it's only 100 laps. Like, it's pretty much go time right away. You got to start positioning yourself early on, try to get, get position, figure out who you want to work with because there's not a ton of time to feel things out and, and kind of work on stuff. Like, it's a relatively short 100 laps, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it, and again, it's just, and there's so many trucks on there anyways, and it's a matter of just trying to, to keep up with the, the pack. So, um, there are 42 drivers who are hoping to make it into the field. Uh, last season, it was 36 that took the track. I'm not sure. Did trucks expand as well, or was it just the cut? No, I, I believe that trucks is still at 36. Yeah. So um, the trucks will be 36 on the, all on they the course. Start, yep. So so there'll be there'll be at least six trucks that do not make the starting field for this Daytona race uh, coming up. So, well, Cody, I'm I'm ready to start laying down some bets. How about you? I think everybody out there's ready to listen to some bets. Let's do it. All right, let's and, do uh, it. Yeah, just to confirm, it is 36 spots for the truck race uh, officially. Okay. Good, good, good. Then we are giving out accurate information. Thank you, Cody, for double-checking that. Good thing. (laughs) I'm just glad that I pronunciated everything correctly. Coming back from the break, and when we do, we'll start laying out some bets. We'll get over it someday. But first, let's tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states. There's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, which is also known as the WinBets Build Your Own Bet. You want great odds, great promos, great payouts? Pronunciation, my friend. They're all happening right now at WinBet. You ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Of course, limited two-state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from. And all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Right, Cody, it is time. The time we've all been waiting for. The first bets of the season that pertain to a cup, uh, a points race, as it were, uh, on the track. So uh, where, Cody, oh, where are we getting started for these truck bets? Well, I'm just going to dive right into it. This is going to be my one sort of chalky play. Don't worry if you're looking for some value. I got you some value coming up. But I am going to start... Chase Elliott is racing this race. Um, he's filling in in the 35 uh, truck for McAnally Racing. Uh, they're 
normal driver not eligible to race in this as he's not 18 yet. Uh, his name slips my mind, so sorry about that. I think it's Jake Garcia, actually, but I don't want to give out any <laughs> incorrect information. Anyways, Chase Elliott uh, to finish top three in this race. He's at plus 120. Again, a smaller number, but Chase Elliott is by far the best driver in this field. I mean, it's it's not even close, right? He's obviously a Cup Series champion, and it is super speedway, so that brings it back. It's not like he's just going to go dominate this race and lead the whole thing and win it and everything. But we've seen him lately and his super speedway prowess, right? What he did at Atlanta, where he did dominate the whole Cup Series race. And, and again, that track, similar enough with the super speedway stuff, he can translate it. You go back to his last few finishes at Daytona, Finished 10th in the Daytona 500 last year, second in 2021. Could have possibly won that race had the the caution light come out a second later. He would have passed Michael McDowell. Um, and then he had a second-place finish as well in August of 2022. Another race at Daytona he probably should have won, but allowed teammate William Byron to win that to make the playoffs. Um, so very kind of him. But he is a great super speedway racer, really good at Daytona. Again, he can get caught up in it, right? He, yeah, he's the best driver out there, but somebody bumps him wrong, somebody spins in front of him, he can get caught up in the wreck. But if it is less chaotic, and, and as a general rule, the trucks on super speedways, from my recollection, aren't as crazy. There's not usually as many big ones. Again, it's a shorter race, so I think that does help. Um, and a lot of these guys, I mean, they know, you know, if we destroy these trucks... We might not get an invitation back next time. Uh, so if all things go pretty well, I think that Chase Elliott should easily be in the top three or at least in position there at the end. Then you don't have to have him win the race. He's the favorite at plus 650 to win. Um, but you don't even need him to win it. Just get in the top three at plus 120, and I feel like that's fairly safe. Um, again, nothing is safe on super speedways, but fairly safe, all things considered. I mean, you're right about the talent level, and of course we saw it when Kyle Busch would go down and race in the truck series, how how much of a skill set difference there was between guys like him and of course all of the, the truck series regulars. It's just, you know, a matter of, of being and logging the laps that they have. So anything with Chase Elliott, I, I mean, you know, even if you toss him out to, uh, to win, which you're actually... Uh, interesting. No, um, no, so yeah, but I'm just know. saying, Chase Elliott, top three, I like that pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the top five, and I'm going to go with Carson Hosevar. We talked so much about him last season. We were we were basically one of his biggest cheerleaders, and, I, and I've got him at plus 140 for a top five. It's not sexy. It's not sexy super speedway odds as we're used to, um, but a lot of these top fives really weren't all that sexy, to be honest with you. It's just a matter of, of, I guess, banking on the fact that they could get up there toward the front, and you know, we said it time and time again, it's super speedway racing. You can almost bank on anybody to get anywhere on the track at any time. So, um, but for Hosevar, uh, in 2021, his first race at Daytona, he finished fifth. Last season, he finished ninth at Daytona. Didn't really have a fun time last season on super speedway racing. You look back at what he did, obviously, this ninth place at Daytona. Atlanta, we talked about Atlanta not being a super speedway per se, but it, it is now by all rights and, and, and uh, accounts. He started fifth. Uh, ended up finishing 27th. Not a good day for him there. Uh, and then he, he in Talladega, started third. 
got caught up, finished 28th. So he's starting up front in these in these super speedway races. Unfortunately, not didn't enjoy the finishes that he, he should have last year. But the fact that he's fast enough to run around the front gives me hope that he can do that again in Daytona. And of course, two solid finishes for him, fifth and ninth. And it's Carson Hosevar. Last season, his average finish was 12.7. So not too far off the top 10. Um, but again, that was his second full season in the truck series. Um, highly expect this kid to continue to improve. Uh, we like him. He's, he's NASCAR Gambling Podcast approved. So give me Carson Hosevar, top five at plus 140. Yeah, and again, these are the types of tracks where... Y- you kind of just want to bet on some of your more favorite drivers anyways, like guys you want to root for because all hell can break loose and you know, you might as well throw it out on, on guys you like. So I like that one as well. I also found a top five that I like, um, and I'm going to give out Tanner gray. So for a top five, he's plus 400 and to be the top Toyota in the field, he's plus a thousand. So 10 to one, uh, I'm going to give out that as a, as a dual bet here for my next slot. But, Tanner Gray finished fourth in this race last year, so that, that makes your argument right there for the top five. Um, him and his brother, uh, very talented guys. They're going to be over at Tricon Racing this year, which is is the head Toyota team um, taking over for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Um, and so I think that he's going to have a good truck under him. Uh, I think that's probably going to be the best, if not the top two funded teams in the series uh so a good truck will not be an issue there um and his brother taylor rather uh not racing in this race as he is also 17 not approved to race in this one yet but uh but tanner for the top five plus 400 and then top toyota plus a thousand the toyota field is is fairly weak in this one um and so i think that gives you a huge advantage when you can get a guy like this at 10 to 1 you got Corey heim up there as the favorite in toyota group at plus 140 that makes sense, right? He's a uh, he won the rookie of the year last year, only starting like two thirds of the schedule. Won a couple of races, had a really good season. He's going to be at the Tricon Garage as well. Um, Stuart Friesen, our favorite actual Canadian, he's on the list ahead of him. Again, he's a solid guy. Sammy Smith, uh, Xfinity Series regular now, uh, getting some truck time, but doesn't have a ton of experience. You got Tyler Ankrum, you got Johnny Sauter, the veteran. Uh, those are the guys that are in front of him. So none of those guys scream to me like, oh, they're for sure going to beat him. Yes, they could, of course, but they could get caught up in, in stuff. And with Tanner Gray finishing fourth last year in this race, he's proven he can finish up towards the front. The Thorsport trucks have converted over to Ford, so you don't have guys like Ben Rhodes who are really good on super speedways, even a Ty Majeski, Matt Crafton's. Those guys aren't in this group anymore. Um, and you don't have Kyle Busch Motorsports, right? There's no John Arnemacek. And again, KBM, and looking at these odds, you can get a KBM truck at like 100 to 1 to win this race, which sounds crazy, but it's Jack Wood, so it's not really that crazy. But uh, <laughs> it is just crazy how much of a difference I think it's going to be for KBM this year uh, and, and what we kind of maybe expect from them. But I love Tanner Gray as the top Toyota at 10 to 1 and also to get that top 5 at plus 400. A good chance you could double dip on this too if he gets that strong, solid finish. It's crazy. I love this bet. And, and I mean, you laid out all the reasons, but I still don't know why. Like, I, it's crazy to me that I still, I love this bet as much as I do, even though you totally told me exactly why. And it's yet, I'm still like, ah, oh, yeah, it's Tanner Gray. Well, and it just, too, when you look at the odds, like, so when you get past him, it's just for the record, too, there's two Jason Whites in this race. So they're marked off by their initials. So pay attention to that. 
as far as betting, which I don't know if you're going to bet on either one, or if you play them in DFS, just be aware there is two different Jason Whites. Uh, but it's Jason White, Dean Thompson, Clay Greenfield, Chris Hacker, Timmy Hill, and Todd Peck. I mean, none of those guys. Timmy Hill could put together a decent performance, but those guys are all on very underfunded teams. Not great. Now, could one of them jump up and snag it? Of course, carnage happens, you know, and we love to make those types of bets. But none of those guys scare me as, you know, if, if it's just a regular race, they could finish up there. And again, the people in front of him, there, there's a couple of good names and solid names that run well every week. But again, nobody that's so dominant that you just like, and you, and you don't have the Chase Elliott. Corey LaJoy is also in this race. You don't have those guys in the Toyota camp. They're in the Chevy camp. Um, so there, there's just not a bunch of powerful names at the top of this list. And so when you get a guy that as good as Tanner Gray is, that's did well last year's race, he doesn't have a ton of super speedway starts to go back and look on, but, uh, at 10 to one, I feel like that's a really good value. Yeah, I agree. And his average finish last season was, uh, 18th. So, um, again, he was one of those guys that was just sort of there and you were, you, you heard his name on the broadcast, and then it just sort of disappeared afterwards. But I don't think he was full time last year either. I think he was, because I think he was running part time in that seventeen truck. So, well, he he actually ran all twenty three races in that. Yeah, oh, he okay. Did. Well, he had sure two two top out. fives, six top tens. But that's why we're here, buddy. We're a team. We're a team. <laughs> Giving out that misinformation again. <laughs> well, that's that's what we do every week. Um, all right, let me give out my another top five again. I I kind of like this one as well. That's Ty Majeski. Plus 100, you're only really going to double up on this one if he hits. But, I mean, it's it's Ty Majeski, right? I mean, we we sung his praises so much. He started on the pole here last year for this race. Ended up finishing in seventh place, a couple of uh, spots out of outside the top five. But, I mean, Ty Majeski last season, he had two wins, 10 top fives, 15 top tens. Um, average start of seventh, average finish of tenth. So, I mean, Ty Majeski, down the stretch... Won two out of the last four races. Uh, finished third at Richmond, eighth at IRP, seventh at Pocono, fourth in Nashville, fourth in Knoxville, third in Sonoma. Like the dude ripped off a string of top fives and and top ten finishes to uh, to end off that season. And of course, those two big wins. He was on a hot streak. Unfortunately, finished twentieth in the championship race uh, after starting eighth. Just a run of bad luck there. But again, I really do uh, like Ty Majeski's chances to do it again. Uh, not not a really good start in Talladega. Where, I mean, he started sixth, but he finished 23rd uh, last season in his only other kind of super speedway start. But, um, you know, I, I like Ty Majeski. I always have. And I think this is another year where you'll see him run up front. And, uh, and very much, I think he's got a good shot at a top five and. You know, I, like I said, plus 100 is not necessarily the sexiest of numbers in the world, um, but I think he's got a very good shot at being there at the end and, and even maybe battling for the win, but I don't have him as a winner. I'll, I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah, Ty Majeski, quick note on him too. They just announced today he's going to be running the 98 truck instead of 66 this year. They're going to keep 66 as, a, as one of their part-time trucks, but he will be over in the 98, so just for your rooting purposes don't root for the 66 truck if you have this bet root for the 98 truck but no we love ty we talked about him a lot last year on the podcast um had a great season finally got that monkey off his back at the end of the season there scoring a win and then like we talk about so often that uh, that second win came quickly uh and began to open those floodgates again right there with the tricon garage team thor sport is going to be the next best if not better team in the in the garage 
Um, he's got teammate like Ben Rhodes that's really good at super speedways as well. You get those guys hooking up together. Matt Crafton has started seven billion uh, super speedway races over his 23 season career in the truck series. Uh, so he's got that experience as well. And Haley Deegan, honestly, not bad either. And so when you have those those four being able to work together potentially, um, I do like that for him getting up into the into the top five there. Next up for me, um, I have a group winner. This is Group D, uh, and there is one sports book out there that is just killing it. I tweeted about them today, so go uh, go find that there. But starts with a C, may or may not end in an Easers. Uh, they've been doing a good job giving us lots of good lines, so I just wanted to to mention that. But for Group D. Uh, I'm going to take Spencer Boyd at plus 500. This uh, makes no sense to me, <laughs> to be completely honest. This this is a weird group. You got Jack Wood at the top of the group. Again, it's a KBM truck, but he's 100 to 1 to win for a reason, and he's not been super impressive over his time, um, and that's more of a, a pay-to-play in that truck type of ride. So I don't have much faith in him. Dean Thompson, that's an underfunded truck. Chris Wright, that's an underfunded truck. Clay Greenfield, that's an underfunded truck. And then the one that's behind Spencer Boyd is Travis Pastrana. He's at plus 600. Um, but he doesn't really strike me as as a guy that strikes a bunch of fear in my heart. So Spencer Boyd at plus 500, I really, really like Spencer Boyd this weekend. You're going to hear him in another bet coming up. But he has had a solid run. So he's got four starts at Daytona in his truck series career. He's finished all four of them running, which in itself is an accomplishment to make it to the end. But he's finished 11th, 13th, 19th. And the last time they were here, he finished in fourth place. So again, for a guy that, that can finish that good, even in 11th or 13th place, those are decent finishes. And in a group like this, that could easily win you the group. So when you have guys at the top of this group at plus 350, and then Boyd's all the way down at plus 500. Um, I really like that. I'm, I'm going to be very, very bullish on Spencer Boyd this weekend. He's a type of guy that can sneak up and do well, and, and nobody really realizes it. And then by the time we get to the next Super Speedway, everybody's forgotten about him again. Those are the kind of guys I love because their odds just stay down there low, and you can continue to get them and continue to win on them time and time again. Uh, so love me some Spencer Boyd as the – the Group D winner against those other guys. I mean, they're literal under-the-radar guys. Like you said, an 11th place in this situation could very much win yeah. you the entire group, and that's all you need, too. And that's that's a great part about group betting is that you just need that person to beat out the other three in that group, and, and you're golden. It's not even like you're asking them to win, and when you got a, a an experienced truck driver versus a bunch of inexperienced guys uh in the in those truck rides then yeah i think you're golden on that one Love yeah and again one or two of these guys doesn't even make the show then another one or two of them gets wrecked out early i mean you could be cashing this with 50 laps to go or something too uh, another fun thing about these types of bets especially on on this style of track yeah oh yeah carnage happens and three of them get taken out you're sitting there you're in the one lap round you got the ticket it's already yours love it exactly um, all right, I'm going to go with a group bet as well, but I'm going to take Haley Deegan. Uh, we talked about her and, and her movement now uh, in teams, and I just, again, she's the she's in Group C. Who else is in Group C? Well, Nick Sanchez is in Group C. Jason White is in Group C. 
Derek Krause is in Group C. Raj Karuth is in uh, Group C. And Colby Howard is in Group C. So a lot like your group, Cody, Haley Deegan is surrounded by folks that barely make noise on a week-to-week basis. I think the strongest person that you could make a case for would be Derek Krause in that group at plus 500. Um, But, I mean, Colby Howard, how often have we talked about him? Um, Raja Karuth, obviously, he's he's a, a guy that's making some noise as well, but still not on the level of Haley Deegan. And at plus 350 to win this group, once again, we just talked about the fact that all it takes is for her to be able to have uh, a good enough finish to to survive that. And, you know, now she is in the 13 truck. Of course, we've talked very extensively about her being in that Thor Sports 13 truck. Um, so, I mean, I, I want to give, like, track history, but I feel like she's in a much better situation in that truck than she's ever been before she's made two Daytona starts in the truck series started ninth in her first one finished 24th started 26th in her second one finished 17th but again you know when you're talking about beating guys in the group that you don't necessarily see out there uh on a week-to-week basis and Haley Deegan being the series regular I give her a far better chance to finish First in that group and I know that she's among the favorites in that you know plus 350 versus the 500 everywhere else but again you know all, all we're looking for is for winning bets and I like plus 350 for Haley Deegan to win this group yeah no I agree again another weak group uh Nick Sanchez at the top but that's because he's he's in a, a KBM affiliated truck but don't expect a ton from him and even a guy like Derek Krause that we've talked about before he's not in that 19 truck anymore he got you know, replaced by Christian Eckes. I don't think he's even running full time. He's in a Young's Motorsports truck. They did get a win at Talladega a few years ago, but that was like one of those big deals, rare type of thing. Uh, so I don't have high expectations for him. Roger Carruth, he's going to be in a GMS truck. That should be a decent one. Um, they've got a pretty decent bet on him as far as a, an up and coming guy, but again, inexperienced. Haley is clearly in the best equipment. Um, she's got. The name is slipping my mind, but the crew chief that was with Ben Rhodes, who was very good at, at helping Rhodes get to multiple good super speedway finishes. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you on this one uh, and back you on Haley Deegan to to get that one. Rich Lushes, name of the crew that, chief. Yep. I was going to go with Rich, but Lushes was not the last name I was going to go with. So <laughs> glad I didn't try. <laughs> Next up for me. Uh, one more group bet. These group bets are pretty fun, and and if you can find the right ones, there's a there's one group that's just ridiculously hard. You got Chase Elliott, Ben Rhodes, Zane Smith, and Grant Enfinger. I was like, not touching that group because that is four really good guys that you any of them could do well. But this is another one I really like. Uh, in Group A, it's Parker Kligerman is the worst odds in this one at plus five fifty. Parker Kligerman, we've talked about it how many times. A guy we love to bet on. First of all, anytime he starts a truck series race. So he's going to be an Xfinity Series regular this season. But when he starts the truck series races in this number 75 truck, they pick and choose certain races where they know he can do well, and they're going to bring an A-plus truck. We saw him win at a road course last season with it. We saw him do well at other races. He's a very good super speedway racer. Um, And so for him to be a plus 550 in this group, just makes no sense. Again, sometimes you can just cherry pick bad odds, especially on people who, who have done it before and have been good enough. 
And this is a pretty decent group to be in. Christian Eckes at the top. You had Stuart Friesen. Again, both very good, regular guys. You see him in the mix. Corey LaJoy. Obviously, you know I love him. He's in this group as well. So hard to, to bet against him. But I've got insurance. If something bad happens with him, right, then it helps my other bet. Matt Benedetto, who, yeah, he won at Talladega last season because they threw a caution they shouldn't have thrown. Carson Hosovar. Again, we talked about liking him, but with Parker Kligerman being all the way at the bottom of that group, plus 550, um, I just feel like he's a guy that can get it done. He's got six starts in the truck series at Daytona. He has a fifth-place finish, a third-place finish, an 11th-place finish, and three of those starts. So if you're getting finishes like that, that can easily put you at the top of this group. Uh, so give me some Parker Kligerman. Yeah, I mean, again, we've we've talked about Parker Kligerman. We've talked about how much he enjoys uh, going down and racing, and so... Uh, I like that. Of course, like you said, he's surrounded by a bunch of other guys that, you know, other than Carson Hosevar, which is probably the only person that I'd really uh, maybe say that that uh, I think stands a good enough chance of beating him in that group. But um, anything can and will happen, and we thrive on chaos, so uh, let the chaos run free. Speaking of chaos, uh, I'm going to go back to my top, uh, top finishers and top three for this one. I got Zane Smith at plus 200 to finish inside the top three. Zane Smith is, uh, well, obviously the champion of the of the sport last year. And of course, he won this race last year uh, in his truck. He started all the way back in 20th and won this race. And I believe, Cody and I didn't go back and, and look, but I think I, I called this uh, or either I, I called him to finish somewhere in the top five, if not win this race last year. Um I think I'm, I did. I'm pretty sure you did call him to win this race. And then I think I had Austin Hill to win the Xfinity Series race. So that was a hell of a start for the uh, the podcast. And this was before we even actually officially started to, to cover the trucks and the Xfinity Series. We just yep. sort of tossed just those tossing out. out some winners. Yeah. So that was beautiful. Um, all right. So, yeah, I've got him as a top three. Like I said, he won this race last season. Uh, and, and he's at plus 200 to, to finish inside the top three. I just feel like, again, I'm not necessarily wanting to call him out as a winner, um, but maybe we can, you know, figure out a, a decent place to uh, to bet him. And I think a top three is there. He's at plus nine hundred to win. Just just to kind of toss that out there as well. It's not bad odds actually for a a winner of this truck race. So if you want to double down top three and a winner, uh, I wouldn't blame you on it. But I'm fairly fairly certain that a top three is going to happen. So give me Zane Smith top three at plus 200. I am going to actually make a change on the fly here. I'm watching that. I was just looking at it and I've decided to shift my bet. I was going to do winning manufacturer as Toyota at plus 300, but I just made the case about how weak the Toyotas are other than having the Tricon guys uh, up there. And then I was looking and winning manufacturer Ford is at plus 270. Almost the same price. My biggest case for Toyota was going to be just a missed price, right? We called this out multiple times last season. When you get one manufacturer, especially at a track like a super speedway, like Daytona, where you can get anybody to win, you want to take those missed prices. We saw it at like Michigan where he called out Ford at plus 400, and you, then you had Kevin Harvick to win as well. Kevin Harvick won. We double dipped there. Um, but Chevy is the prohibitive favorite, right? Minus 120. They got Chase Elliott in the field. They've got other strong guys, but Ford at plus 270 jumps out to me. You got Ben Rhodes. 
he could easily win this race. He's great at super speedways. Should have won that aforementioned race at Talladega that they gave to Matt Benedetto. Um, he finished well here last season. Zane Smith, again, he won this race last season. Defending champion, very good. Ty Majeski, we've already talked about him. And then you got Crafton, Deegan. It, it does kind of fall off after that a little bit. But, and they don't have a ton of trucks out there, but they've got very strong trucks at the top. Um, and again, yeah, if a Chase Elliott wins this, are we going to be surprised? No. But a minus 120, Chevy's not worth it, whereas you're getting a pretty good good price on Ford at, at plus 270. Um, so that's going to be my winning manufacturer is Ford at plus 270. I love it. And I also love it because, again, two out of the last three years, a Ford has won uh, here at Daytona. So uh, if you want to buy into that type of stuff, uh, that is out there as well. And then uh, a Ford was actually second a couple of years ago as well. So, um, you know, kind of kind of strong domination by the manufacturer as well. Um, all right, my final bet before we get to the winner's bets, uh, I'm going to take the winning car. I had a little trouble, Cody, finding some of uh, some more bets that I really liked, especially in these over-unders. But I think I like this one. I kind of settled on it. Winning car over 19 and a half. It's, it's kind of not necessarily as restrictive as it sounds. Uh, over 19 and a half, you get guys like Grant Enfinger. You get guys like Ben Holmes. You get Chase Elliott in that 35. You get Zane Smith in that 38. You get Josevar in the 42. Um, and then a little farther down the list, you get Ben Rhodes in the 99, Majeski in the 98, right? Crafton in the 88 if you really want to get silly. Uh, Klingerman in the 75. Friesen in the 52. So there's some really good drivers above the number of 19 and i feel like that's where we got the best value out of that um and really the only ones you're kind of missing out of that is is maybe tanner gray in that 15 Corey lajoy in the seven like most of the heavy hitters in the truck series over 19 and a half uh, which is kind of counterintuitive because we're used to uh, i'm sorry counterintuitive because we're used to uh in in cup series where most of the heavy hitters are under 19 and a half, but uh, that is not the case in the truck series. So I like the over under on 19 and a half as the, the better value at plus 160. Yeah, this is actually kind of crazy to me because I mean, you look at the top of the board for odds wise, and Chase Elliott's over that number in the 35, right? Ben Rhodes, Zane Smith, Ty Majeski, Grant Enfinger. Uh, I don't what number is Corey Heim driving this year, but. So far, all of those guys have been over that number. And so then you got Stuart Friesen even on that list. So that, yeah, that that is pretty crazy to me that a majority of favorites are over that number. And to still get it, it's a pretty good price to get it at. And maybe it's just the books didn't really pay attention as much because obviously we look in the Cup Series and there's a ton of the top drivers are underneath that number, right? Um, but not so much the case here in this race. So that's that's a really good find on your part rod I, I really really like this one yep that's probably my favorite one of the entire we don't give out best bets but i feel like that's a really good one i mean again it's not we talk about super sexy speedway odds this is not super sexy speedway odds but in most cases you'll take plus 160 and be happy right in most sports plus 160 is really good odds and, and again this gives you a ton of guys and so you know, the other five, six different guys you have bets on all get wrecked out or something. And you still have rooting interest because you still have so many cars over this number. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that one. 
Beautiful stuff. All right. Well, we're going to step away for one more break, and then we're going to set up our winners. So, again, this is a sort of prop bet second uh, second stage, and then third stage, we come back and hit you with the winning bets, and we'll uh, go over all the bets afterwards as well after this short break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues... And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J. Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold i feel like we need a gimmick uh where we need to drink stuff and talk nascar that i feel like we need to change the format of this show by the end of dime game winners we'll just be drunk off our asses i mean nascar is is kind of lumped in with like the beer drinking crowd right we could we could crack some beer. I don't know if we're going to stoop as low as like Bush Light. Well, I can guarantee I won't stoop that low. I was going to head for but, the mountains, uh, <laughs> buddy. Head for the mountains. We can uh we can we can easily easily have some some good beer on the show. We might might need to incorporate that. Uh but definitely check out the Old Fashioned Football show. I'm glad that they've decided to keep that going through the off season. Uh Justin and Miranda, they always do a great job. They've been killing it over there. Um so yeah, yeah, definitely definitely give them a listen. That's a, a top recommendation as far as fantasy football shows go. They are my favorite marks, and and I love me some old fashions now. So I'm I'm a fan. I'm a big fan already. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. Well, a truck's gonna win this race, and we sure as hell better try to predict which one it is. So as uh, as Cody is, whoa, whoa to- I, d- I hadn't looked this far ahead on the dock, but uh, is that Rod with three different winner picks? Wow. I said to myself. <laughs> New season, new rod. Self, <laughs> Cody cannot pick every single driver this season and not let me do it too. So, yes, I have spread the love around hey, in this one. Like we talked about on the, the big show when we were on there today on the Sports Gambling Podcast, tr- especially on Super Speedways, treat these winners. And this was something they were harping on all season was the first touchdown bets in game. And that's that's really what this is. Just take a unit, split it up three ways, split it up four ways. I might split it up six when we get to the cup side of things. I got a lot of guys I want to sprinkle some stuff on, but just split it up that way and you can get and and make a nice little mixture of of a favorite, a middle of the road guy and a long shot. And that covers everything. That's the same thing you would do in football for the first touchdown. Uh, And we saw that be very profitable uh, for, for the guys on on the show with the first touchdown bets this season. And, And we saw it work for us last year as well here. So no reason to uh, fix what's not broken. Indeed, and that's exactly what I'm doing this time. So yay me for learning how to do this right. <laughs> uh, all right, Kurt, all right. Who do you got? Wait, wait, you want to go? Just give them all three, or you want to yeah, go just, one and just one? Just give them all. Well, actually, yeah. What do you want to do? You want to give them all one and one? Because this is new to Cody. I, I don't. I've never had more than Usually one. Usually, Rod just gets his one out of the way, and then I talk for like a half hour about all mine. Yeah, no. Uh, we could switch off. Let's switch off. All right, so my my favorite pick to win this one, literally a favorite, Corey LaJoy, fourteen to one, couldn't pass him up. I did consider Chase Elliott at six fifty to one, just because his talent is so elite, and that's really still a very good price on him. 
but I don't want to be too chalky. I'm wearing my Chase Elliott shirt, as Rod can see here. Uh, but but uh, Corey LaJoy, you know my love for him on super speedways. He's going to be in a solid truck, right? It's the seven truck uh, for Spire that I think I just got done saying that. Oh, no, I didn't say he was over the number. Never mind. He is in the seven truck for Spire. Um, we saw that truck be solid last year, right? Uh, and they've got a Hendrick Alliance with that. So it's going to be a decent truck. We know he's great at super speedways. Again, he almost won at Atlanta last season when we were on him. He's going to get one. This is good practice for him before he wins the day 2500 on Sunday. Um, and so maybe Corey LaJoy does it twice this weekend. 14-1. to 1, You know I couldn't pass that up. Um, he's he's a great super speedway guy. And this is good value on a cup guy as well that's, that's coming down to the truck series. Doesn't have many truck series starts under his belt. Honestly, I'm not sure if he's ever raced in the truck series before. But, uh, but it... Uh, he's very good on super speedways and that's good enough for me it'll be fun i mean it'll be fun to watch these guys that are you know in the cup series run around with the trucks because i mean other than kyle bush you know and then uh ross chastain did it a couple times i mean it's it's very very few and far between uh that you see a lot of these guys especially in one race you know normally it's like a ross chastain and then eh, you know that's about it or, or and then it's a kyle bush and that's about it but to have two or three of them in there it's it's a rare find so yeah, yeah and uh, he has Corey LaJoy's career so strange. Two truck series starts, only twenty two Xfinity series starts, and he's got two hundred Cup series starts. It's crazy. <laughs> he just straight to the Cup series, and he's been hanging out there. But he has started two truck truck series races. But no, I do I do love Corey this this week. All right. Well, my first winner is going to be the runner up of last year's not only race but the entire truck series, and that's Ben Rhodes. Uh, again, he won here two years ago uh, and then finished second last season. And both times were pretty heroic efforts. Last season especially, he started in 27th and then ended up uh, finishing in second. And then the year before when he actually won, he started from 23rd, proving to me that Ben Rhodes, and we all with this, we know this, that 99 truck is is amazing. And Ben Rhodes has been an amazing driver uh, for a while now. So I'm not necessarily scared off by his talents uh obviously like i said last year was the runner-up he only won one race though in the process eight top fives 13 top tens but down the stretch right down the last three races of the season he finished second at talladega sixth at homestead second in phoenix he finished second at irp um you know the, the dude kind of went all all nuts he started the season pretty red hot second at daytona didn't have a good day at Las Vegas, 31st, but second in Atlanta, which we know is the impromptu super speedway. Fourth at Austin, fifth at Martinsville, one at the Bristol Dirt. So a great start to the season, a great finish to the season for Ben Rhodes. I think he does it again, and I think this time he crosses the finish line rather than uh, has to runner up, uh, settle for runner up rather. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, we've already, I've already touched on him multiple times when I was talking about some of these other bets. Uh, ben Rhodes, a guy who can get it done. Very good on super speedways, so I back that fully. Next up for me, another guy I've already talked about, Parker Kligerman, 25-1. to 1. I laid out the case earlier for him to win Group A. I think he can easily win this race as well. 25-1, to 1, very good odds for a guy who's going to be in the mix. He's going to have a good enough truck. Uh, he can put himself in position. And again, if you can put yourself in position on a super speedway, you can get it done. Um, so full faith in Parker Kligerman at 25 to one. He's my kind of middle tier, uh, driver that, that I'm going to put my partial unit on. 
Yeah, he's that guy that, you know, you're like, well, I want to root for him, and this is exactly what we talked about. You want to root for him, so this is why you throw a little bit out there because you're already going to be rooting for him. You might as well win something should he actually turn this into uh, a good day like you want it to be. Um, all right, my next winner is going to be not necessarily as sexy, uh, but I'm going to take Grant Enfinger. Grant Enfinger, I forgot to mention Ben Rhodes is at plus 850, rather, uh, just, just so you guys know. Uh, Grant Enfinger, a little bit step up from him. He's at plus 1,000, but, you know, Grant Enfinger had a couple of rough years on this track. He started 7th last year, finished 29th, started 3rd the year before, finished 11th, but he won here in 2020. He was the runner-up in 2019. He had a 6th place finish in 2018. Uh, We have seen Enfinger get it done uh, time and time again. Now, he's going to be back in that 23 truck, which, again, is not the, the 98 truck that he was running when he won, but I still think... Uh, that he has the talent to be able to run up there. And he, like I said, he started seventh last year. He just got, a, got a, caught up in it. Only finished 99 out of the 106 laps uh, that were run that day. Uh, like I said, got crashed out of that race. So I think I like uh, his his ability to get around this track and to get it done. Had a win here last, uh, had a win at all last season. Seven top fives, 12 top tens. Uh, and, and again, Grant Anfinger is one of those guys that we had fun cheering for quite a bit last season, and I think uh, he turns it around. You look at just what he did to, to end off last season. He won at IRP, fourth at Richmond, fifth at Kansas, fourth at Bristol. Had a bad day at Talladega. <laughs> Some people do. Uh, Homestead finished 14th, but finished sixth in the last race at Phoenix uh, to end the year off. So, you know, again, end fingers. We, we've laid out cases for him all of last season, and I think um, without anything having been run this year, I think I like Enfinger to win this, especially at 10 to 1. No, yeah. Again, it's, yeah, you made all the arguments. He's a veteran driver. He's done it a ton of times in the past. I think he's got seven or eight full time seasons under his belt. Um, so he knows what he's doing out there. My long shot could not believe the odds were this long for this guy. Spencer Boyd, I made a case for him earlier to win Group D a plus 500. I like him to win this race as well at 125 to 1. Again, it's a long shot for a reason, but in his four starts on super speedways, he's finished all of them. Most recently, a fourth place finish. If you can finish fourth on a super speedway, you can win it. A little bit of chaos early. He survives it, and there's a few less guys in the field. He can put himself in position to be there, and at 125 to 1, just way too good for me to pass up on. Is 125 to 1 crazy bet to make? No, it's not. Because look back just last year, we had in Daytona at the Xfinity Series race, Jeremy Clements won that race. He was 100 to 1 or 125 to 1. The last two Daytona 500 winners, like 70 to 1 for Cindric, I think, 100 to 1 for Michael McDowell. These types of odds drivers can win these races. And we've seen it a ton of times recently. Brandon Brown a couple years ago at, at Talladega. Uh, Corey LaJoy almost got there at Atlanta. So these guys have made the case that they can do it, and he's a guy that, that can put himself in position. And again, that's all you need. If he can be in the top 10 with five laps to go, he's got a chance to win that race at 125 to 1. That's a nice little sweat for you. And if that cashes, that's a beautiful payday. Um, so the the last part of my, my split-up first touchdown bets is going to be, gonna be uh, Sean Green's third string white tight end that nobody's heard of maybe, but he can catch that, that touchdown pass. 
Well, and again, you know, this is a matter of super speedway racing at its finest. That that last caution could come out with a couple of laps to go, and now we're looking at a green-white checker, and, you know, the whole the whole field gets bunched back up again, and somebody shoots back around for the win. It's, it's just craziness, and we're here for it, and we love to watch it. So, yeah, I mean, there's no crazy bet in this. If you're brand new to, to NASCAR betting, if, if the big show brought you here and you're trying to learn a little bit, in super speedway races, this is probably the only time all season long, as as far as these tracks, Talladega, even Atlanta, that will tell you it's okay to go crazy. It's okay to kind of go not crazy with your you know betting a, a, a lot of money, but betting on a lot of different things uh, to yep. to have something yeah, hit. We won't give this bet out next week because at Auto Club, <laughs> it's a different story. Won't won't be getting these types of odds that that have a realistic chance of winning, but at a track like this. It's realistic for a guy like Spencer Boyd to get the victory. Um, and again, just put yourself in position and be there. And, and that's all we're asking. Indeed. Uh, all right. My last and my long shot, not really, uh, again, not 125 to one, but 60 to one. And this pretty one's good a long shot. It's a pretty good long shot. And I'm going to, I'm going to give Haley Deegan. I mean, we talked about her being the winner of group C and look, she's in that 13 truck. Now she's got a little bit better equipment. I think in, in my opinion, under her, and, and I'm very curious to see how she's going to come out and, and race uh, in this Thor Sport car or truck, rather. And, you know, you look back at her history here at, uh, at, Tal- or at Talladega, at Daytona. Jesus, Rod. It's like you've never done this before in your life. Could you enunciate better, please? Oh, my God. I mispronounced Daytona. I said Talladega. Um, all right. So she started nine. Their defense. They're very similar tracks. They so really are similar tracks. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I mean, look, we still got to get into regular season form. Come on now. We're still basically in the preseason. Um, but Haley Deegan started ninth on this track in the one truck last or two seasons ago, rather finished 24th. And then last season finished or started 26th, rather finished 17th in the number one monster energy truck. So again, not a, not a very deep and rich history as far as her back on this track. Uh, but I, 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 like I said, I really do think that she's got a much better shot this season at making a run of things. And so I like it. She does have a top 10 at Talladega, uh, which means she can finish inside the top 10. She finished sixth last season at Talladega, really good run on a super speedway to finish that off, uh, in that one truck. So, um, I'm looking for good things out of her this season. I want to see her cause she almost had that Xfinity ride and then it kind of got taken away from her, unfortunately. So this is her season to prove that she actually does deserve to be in the Xfinity series. And a win at, a win at Daytona can go a long way in making your case for that. Absolutely. No, I love this one. If Spencer Boyd wasn't down here with these great odds, she could have easily been a long shot that I would have picked. Uh, love her to get a win and, and maybe shut some people up early on in the season uh, and find her way to victory lane. She's a very good driver. She can make it happen on a super speedway. So I fully endorse that as a long shot. Proud of you for for giving out three winners, Rod. About time you get on the train. It's been a full season. I finally, I finally learned how to do this properly. So glad. So glad. <laughs> uh, all right. Get out your pen and paper. We're about to go over all of the bets for you. That way you have them all in one place when you go lay your bets down. Uh, for the... Remember, this is just the truck race. So the next, the next era energy two hundred and fifty 
uh, that is what we're looking at. So for the first bet, Cody started you off with Chase Elliott as a top three car. It's coming in at plus 120. I gave you Carson Hosevar as a top five car. That came in at plus 140. Cody followed that up with Tanner Gray as a top five at four to one. And then doubling down as a top Toyota, if you feel so inclined, at 10 to one. I gave you Ty Majeski as a top five car at plus 100. And then Cody said that the winner of Group D was going to be Spencer Boyd at plus 500. I said Haley Deegan was going to win Group C at three plus 350. And then Cody followed that up with a Group A winner of Parker Kligerman at plus 550. I said Zane Smith was going to finish inside the top three at plus 200. Cody said a Ford was going to win this race at plus 270. And I said if it is, it's going to be over 19 and a half at plus 160. And then Cody basically just said yes to everybody winning this race. Throw something on everyone. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He gave you Corey LaJoy at 14 to 1, uh, Parker at 25 to 1, and Spencer Boyd at 125 to 1. I said Ben Rhodes at plus 850, Grant Enfinger at plus 1,000, Haley Deegan at plus 6,000 were going to be my picks for the winners of this race, the truck race at Daytona. Cody, the talking's done, man. We're about to watch this race actually race here in a couple of days. The talking is done. The bets are in. Let's go make some money, Rod. I like this new format, having a whole show to talk about just the truck series. Man, then we got to come back tomorrow, do the same thing for Xfinity. Thursday, be back with the same thing for the Cup Series. Oof, I am pumped. I'm ready to go, Rod. Uh, man, Truck Series racing, again, it doesn't get... If you've not watched the trucks before, you got to do it. The racing is just so good. And, again, you can bet on it. Bump that uh, bump that, that uh, payroll up for Sunday's race. And uh, it's a fun time. Who else in the industry is giving you this many truck series bets? I don't know. Mm, I, don't know. I don't know if you're going to find anybody. I don't know. If you do, props to them. But uh, no, we're we more just, fun than they are, I can guarantee. We love everybody, but we are giving out all the bets we can this year because that is what you want, and that is what you are going to get. So, all right, Cody, we're going to reload. We'll do this all again tomorrow, and we'll talk about Xfinity Series. But before we do, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Again, you can find all my work over there. Join us in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Jump in the NASCAR channel. I just reposted the, the fantasy contest today. Uh, that's the season-long fantasy from the NASCAR Fantasy Live. Again, no entry fee to get in, like everything else on this network. Absolutely free. $200 gift card the bosses were nice enough to put up for the merch store as the top prize. And you can talk shit when you beat us on a week-to-week -week basis. That's always fun and welcome. Man, our Discord, it keeps growing and getting bigger and bigger. More people in there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so definitely don't miss the party over there. Indeed. I love it. All right. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media, the back road kicking off again on Thursday to talk about Daytona and all the fun to be had there. We'll be back again to do this tomorrow. Xfinity Race is on the dockets. All the bets. All the bets for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We got so excited to be back. So excited to be regular season again. 
and uh, you know we'll get our legs back underneath us. We had a lot of off-season time to talk, but now it's betting time, so we're excited for that. We'll see you again tomorrow, and until then, let's go racing and let it ride.